You're listening to Green Rapids. Hey, welcome back to Green Rapids. Welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about climate change and a sort of crash course format. So we're titling this episode Climate Change 101. I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, I'm really excited. I mean... <laughs> I'm really excited to talk about climate change. Um, I actually, we were having a conversation at a C4 community event that we were at the other day, and we were talking about the difference between climate justice and environmental justice. Yeah, that event that we went to was called uh, C4, a call to climate action, and C4 was hosting that event to try and invite the community to really learn about climate change and how it affects them and what are some solutions that we would like to implement within our communities too. So it was a really great turnout. Yeah, it was. And I was actually very impressed by C4. They put on a great event. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody was, like, dressed up. It was fun. Yeah, it was, re- it was really cute, too. Yeah, like, on top of just, like, the fact that we were discussing some pretty, you know, fairly heavy topics. And then, you know, but then there's also, like, the hope, right? Like, there's also, like, oh, hey, but things may suck, but w- there's solutions out there. So one of the first things that we are going to, oh, the question that this whole episode is going to answer is, what is climate change? Erica, how would you describe climate change? Um, I mean, kind of what we're experiencing in our day-to-day. Um, like, as an example, it snowed last night, and we woke up, and it was, like, 40 degrees. Yeah. Um, so, to me, like yeah, it feels like spring, but yesterday it felt like winter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, to me, it is the clear differences in your climate changing. It's not like it's not just because it's winter or just because we're transitioning. I really think that it's mm-hmm. a larger aspect. So it's not just your environment. It's how what we're doing is impacting your climate as a whole. Mm-hmm. So how your summers are going to go, yeah. how your winters as an entirety are going to go, how your springs are going to come up. Um, that all applies to the air, the water, mm-hmm. temperature. Um, so, yeah. That was pretty spot on. Um, So NASA's official definition of climate change is that it is a change in the average conditions, such as temperature, rainfall, snowfall, and more, in a region over a long period of time. And the reason why that's different than just weather is because this actually tracks trends, right? Okay. So right now we're definitely in the upward trend Mm -hmm. in terms of our temperatures here. And because um, Earth is like a closed system, like temp- higher temperatures in one place lead to more water evaporation or what have you that can lead to more precipitation in other places. And then that's kind of why like climate change is more than just weather. Like it's like what it's more so weather over time. And we're talking like years or decades of time. Yeah. Um, and then actually like in the last 20 years alone, we've had a, a lot of record breaking changes, like only in 20 years. Yeah, well, and then you can also see um, trends since the industrial era. Mm-hmm. Like, it just spikes. That's actually it when it started. completely changes. That is absolutely when it started. It is. You cannot deny that's when it started. Mm-hmm. We, we just, the way that we started gaining energy changed, the way that we operate our world changed, and it was like, boom, climate yeah. change. And if you think about it, like the Industrial Revolution also brought along like the start of consumerism. Well, maybe not the start of consumerism, but it took consumerism to a whole other level. Like all of a sudden we're manufacturing more things than we actually need. 
we are building things that w- more things than we actually need. We're mm. burning up more energy, more fuel, more everything than we actually need to. Like it really just started like uh, the age of excess, yeah. if you want to think about it that way. Well, and, and, and I think part of it is money. Like mm-hmm. money became so necessary to have. You had to have a job. You had to have these things. You had to be able to have these bills, mm-hmm. like physical way of proving that you can pay for something like gathering wood (laughs) was no longer cutting it right like you Mm -hmm. couldn't just have your sustainable spaces like they used to have in like the 1800s when like that was just the way of life Mm -hmm. and so i think um, as money became more of a thing and power became more of a thing uh, the way that we treat our planet or the way that we see like what our needs are Mm-hmm. you know yeah and that's absolutely true like that's when people started migrating to the cities that's when cities began to explode in population also so you know more people crammed in the same space just leads to like more consumption of resources too um consumption consumption <laughs> I, I, I just think sometimes about like if i want something i can have it right now like why yeah the world I live in. Yeah, in the olden days, if you wanted a dress, you better start planning it the year before. No, start someone. sourcing that fabric. <laughs> start stitching it up. Start sourcing your patterns, and I hope to God that that dress is still in fashion by the time you're done sewing it up. Well, and you better not eat differently, <laughs> 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 because um, five weeks to make a dress, or you know, whatever it might be. But yeah, like yeah, it was ages. I mean, it, it just it completely changed the way that we see things and what we value mm-hmm. and why we value it yeah i think that's what climate change is (laughs) (laughs) like climate change equals consumerism i mean that's that's definitely one of the fueling like attitudes right like Mm -hmm. and that's like one of like the social trends that is definitely fueling climate change and like not just climate change but like pollution which we'll get into later um but yeah so (laughs) i love that you do that you did it the last episode um, where you're like, oh, but we'll talk about that later. Like you just <laughs> like do this like little singing thing. <laughs> it's so cute. I can't help it. Um, so yeah, and then so what's really, really causing climate change outside of consumerism is gases, right? Well, and it's like it powers every single thing that we do. I don't understand Everything. why we haven't found a different way of powering things, but your home is powered. If you live in Michigan, your home is powered by gas. Fossil fuels. Plain and simple. When you turn your lights on, that boils down to somebody drilling for fuels mm-hmm. so that you can do that. So, I mean, I I like the switch to electric because it makes sense, right? Like, you're not breathing in that air directly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's proven, I mean, there's reasons why you shouldn't just be burning fuel for energy, but that's still what we're doing, yeah. no matter how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that there are other ways of getting that. There are, like, there's solar, there's um, nuclear energy, which is actually one of the cleanest forms of energy, even though it gets a lot of flack. Um, and, and we can maybe explain why, um, because if nuclear goes wrong, it does have a very large impact on the environment. It does. But the train derailing, <laughs> <laughs> the, the yeah. trucks that are transporting, mm-hmm large amounts of fuel the the pipelines that end up 
needing to be serviced, mm-hmm. leaking, things like that, that's also going to happen with every type of power you get. So yeah. I don't think that it's a, a worse option at all. It's not a worse option at all. And like, you know, when done right, which it usually is, um, like it creates like massive amounts of energy and for like, at like a very little environmental impact. Yeah. Um, solar panels are great, but they are hard to recycle. So they contribute yeah. to plastic pollution. Yep. So and they're expensive. And they're expensive. Like as, a, as a single person, not just single, but like as a person who would maybe implement that in my business or in my home, mm-hmm. um, it is incredibly expensive. And it still leaves us being responsible for that. Yeah, and it barely pays for itself yeah, in some cases. Yeah. So the reason why is because unless you can start up and pay for the ability to store it, you don't really own that energy. Mm-hmm. You're just you're giving it to consumers for free and they're still going to charge you. What? (laughs) When I heard that, I was like, okay, why would anybody get solar on their home Mm -hmm. unless they could store the energy? Because consumers will just then give you a um, percent off Mm -hmm. if you, and and I don't think that it's it's enough to offset the cost. Sounds like a monopoly. But that doesn't mean that consumers shouldn't have fields themselves. Yeah. And, and I think that's part of the issue I see is you have all these ways mm-hmm. and you have plenty of money and you know that we're going to use you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, okay. <laughs> we can't talk about this too much because we're going to talk to Sergio. We're going to talk about energy more. Oh in my a God. <laughs> two we episodes. In two that. episodes from now. <laughs> Hang in there, guys. Um, <laughs> but some of the, like, specifically, some of the most problematic gases that we have are methane and our good old friend carbon monoxide. Yeah, and I think most people know what car- carbon monoxide is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what's coming out of your car. Mm-hmm. It's the CO2 meters in your home that's from carbon monoxide mm-hmm. um, because of the gases that we use to power yeah. our homes. And there's a reason why we don't want them in our indoor air, which is that they're freaking toxic, right? That's why people suffer from carbon monoxide poisoning, exactly. and yet we're releasing like tons and tons and tons of that into the atmosphere yeah. every single day. But there's solutions out there. Well, and, and there's no way then that you can say it's not the reason why our world is changing the way mm-hmm. that it is, because... Um, yes, air kind of seems like it just is is nothing, but we're in the atmosphere. Yeah. So everything's trapped in there. Air yeah. Um, so the other gas is methane, and that gas is actually comes from landfills mostly. Yeah. Um, so all that food waste that doesn't get composted, it when it's in a landfill and it's not like oxygenated. And by oxygenated, I mean like you know, either like turned over or just like mixed with a right ratio of like nitrogens to greens um, and carbons. But basically, like if it breaks down like the bad way, it's called breaking down anaerobically. Mm-hmm. And then that, when that breaks down, it releases methane gas, which is a greenhouse gas. When it breaks down the good way, which is you know if you're composting it with the right balance of like carbons and mu- nitrogens. Um, then that creates, like, it actually locks in carbon dioxide. So it actually helps. So one thing that you can do to slightly minimize your impact is to compost. Yeah. Composting is huge. Mm -hmm. And, again, we talked about food waste. 
So if it's something that you're already wasting, you can give back. Mm -hmm. um, because sometimes it is hard to not waste some of the food that you buy or some of the food that you might grow. Mm -hmm. um, but you will get even more food out of composted soil. Like that is just nutrient rich. It's so there's there's no reason to not do it. Um, I I know it's kind of hard to start, but you don't you also. When you say composting, you don't have to be the person who has the dirt box. Yeah. Like there are places that you can bring your compost to. Bring compost to a friend who composts. Mm -hmm. Bring compost to somewhere like the Southeast Market. They will take your things. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, they'll take your compost. That's so cool. Yeah, and then I'm sure Wormies would, too. Wormies has a service where they will pick up your compost. Yeah, yeah. so mm -hmm. if you're not comfortable or don't have the space, because a lot of us live in apartments, mm -hmm. composting um, is still something that you can do mm -hmm. um you don't even have to have a proper bin for it like after a week you can just, yeah, just drop it in your like stuff a off trash can basically yeah and i think wormies actually has some like trash can looking bins where yeah. you can just put all your compost into and they'll pick it up i thrifted one oh, that's so i'm cool. gonna say um for anybody who's wondering i am a master <laughs> manifester and i have been thinking about a compost bin mm -hmm. but every time i go to look up one up to purchase um they're like 20 plus dollars for a bin yeah um, but they have filters in them mm -hmm. um and so i was just at a thrift store a the other day mm -hmm. and i came across a compost bin that had extra filters in it <gasps> that's so perfect i know and that's it's like the cool. perfect size for me because i live mm -hmm. alone mm -hmm. um but yeah no it's it's encouraging me think about it differently mm -hmm. um, and also along with the waste management uh, we had a conversation with people and, and where are they they were from the Kent County waste Management. okay department. so it was waste management mm -hmm. yep and um, we don't really know what's gonna happen to these buried methane bubbles mm -hmm. right like so what they do in landfills is they cover them with plastic when they're done and they're compacted down and then that all just kind of like sits underground and because landfills um, are actually something that's really new mm -hmm. uh, what the past like 30 to 50 years that's a really good question yeah no it is it's it's fairly new i mean just trash became a problem disposing of consumerized lifestyles became a problem mm -hmm. and so they had to learn how to dispose of this and so they came up with the idea of like doing systemized um, landfills. Yeah. So the first landfill ever was built in 3000 BC, <laughs> <laughs> which is modern day Greece. Uh, they dug large holes into the ground to dump refuse. Uh, however, in 1937 is when there was like I think the first sanitary okay, so landfill. Yep. Um, here in the states, and now today it's actually a national historic landmark. It's it was in California. Gross. I know. Imagine. Should we go visit? Might as well. <laughs> no, but the reason why I say this though is because it's spent now. Um, how many years? That was in the 30s. That was in the 30s. Okay. Closer to 40s. So let's say. Let's say it's spent a hundred years underground mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. Just about a hundred years mm -hmm. underground, and what is that going to do? What's it going to do in another hundred years? We don't know. What happens if that little bag just pops and leaks into the soil? Like, what does that mean? Well, that's the problem, right? Like, we're not trapping this gas in a way that's uh, 
really effective long term. We're just kind of like crossing our fingers and being like, let's hope for the best. And that's been the way that our country operates Mm -hmm. for a really long time. And that's why we see the systemic issues that we do. Mm -hmm. It's it's a reactive system. Yeah. And I think it's worth comparing too that, for example, like that first landfill from 3000 years ago in Greece, if you think about it, that didn't have any plastic in it because it wasn't invented yet. Right. It was just like, you know, broken ceramic stuff, like building materials, like which back then was like all pretty much like natural building materials. Um, So like their landfills are definitely not as toxic as ours, which are also leaching microplastics. Well, and they weren't wasting food the way that we do because they were raising the food that they were eating. They couldn't just waste it. It would have been like bizarre to watch somebody waste food the way that we do in this Mm -hmm. country. I bet even for anybody to see Mm -hmm. um, outside of the U.S. And we live in this fancy little bubble. We do, (laughs) yeah. We live in the third world bubble. But that that bubble is our climate, Mm -hmm. and that impacts the entire world. And so, you know, if we want to be responsible for our actions, I think we should start with trash. We should start with climate. We should Mm -hmm. start with the way that we get our energy. Yep. Um... So something else that I also wanted to mention to you is that like a lot of people ask like why should I be worried about climate change? Why should I care about it? Like why is it important? Like and they don't see that it's really like alarming. And to be fair, humans have really short lifespans. So mm-hmm. you know, a lot of it hasn't changed from when I was a kid, for instance, right? So like in my memory, I'm like this is fine. This is normal. But because we have the collective knowledge of humanity and we have like all this data, we actually know that greenhouse gases are the highest they've ever been in the last two million years. Million. You can Google this. NASA has this on their website. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I mean, we have accessible information too. Mm-hmm. We are knowingly living a lifestyle that is destroying our planet. Yep. That is plain and simple. Mm-hmm. And I. I've really been thinking about it a lot, especially with what's happened in Ohio. It it's is scary. so scary. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do when you don't have a place to get water? Yeah. What do you do when your air is not something that you can breathe? Mm-hmm. Like, where do you go? Questions. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can't. I mean, you can't I go to the ocean. An and if we could, the ocean is filled with, with plastic. Thanks to us. Woo. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um. It's pretty bad. So, do you have any facts on that, or do you have know what um, plastics do? I know that they release microplastics, and a lot of times they like stop things from breaking down properly, which contributes to like the methane problem. Not to mention, obviously, the effects that it has like on sea life and wildlife that gets either poisoned by eating it or trapped in it, etc. Well, and we have all heard of like BPA, Mm -hmm. um, but BPA is quite literally a toxin that is on plastics Mm -hmm. or was conventionally found in them. Now a lot of things are made without it. Um, But like plastic is known to be toxic Mm -hmm. and plastic comes from drilling oil. Petroleum. What do we do that doesn't involve drilling out of our land? Yeah, which again is like if you're drilling into land, that's like releasing carbon into the atmosphere. So yeah, another contributor to like those greenhouse emissions that we talked about earlier. So it's pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah, and like a lot of people 
plat like the price of solutions as a barrier towards like you know trying to fix climate change but the thing is like it, it's gonna cost us a lot now but it's gonna cost us so much more later not just in terms of money but like in terms of like livelihoods quality of life our health all these critters that live on the planet with us so I was thinking yeah, no. about that Think the other about day. it. <laughs> no, I really was like, I was at the store and I was looking at stuff and I was like, why, why is this my life? Like, I genuinely had this thought, why am I in an aisle full of anything that I could possibly imagine? And then, like, animals are just out there living their life. Like, mm-hmm. we have such a warped idea of what it is to be on this planet. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not natural. Me speaking into this mic and you hearing it through your phone is not natural. It's fun though. It's fun and it's beautiful <laughs> and I love our world for it. But like, I think but how can we? Well, why are we so disconnected? Yeah. You know, like I think we should understand maybe a little bit deeper where those things come from mm-hmm. and the impacts that we have if we're going to do those things. Absolutely. Not all of our conversations will be like this. Huh? Not all of our conversations will be like this. Yeah. Um, We're not always going to be gloom and doom. Well, and we would like for all of us to care before you're forced to care. Mm -hmm. Before it's like, oh, I can't escape this. Yeah. Um, So why don't we would like to give you a call to action. And I would like to ask you to just make one teeny change. Mm, That's a good one. One tiny change. We could maybe like spend until our next podcast. Yeah. Right, so take two oh, weeks. Oh yeah, take two weeks. And That's a good way in to your daily it. life, yeah. if if you decide I'm just gonna get a silicone straw and that's your choice, do that. Mm-hmm. Or if you choose to um, try to compost your food, mm-hmm. um, or you know, pick one. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Walk somewhere instead of drive. Yep. Um, decide that if you're gonna, you need a dress. Go to a thrift shop first before you just go to a store. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many ways that you can just, if we all did that. Yeah, do one single thing. I'll do, what are and you we'll going to do? I'm going to start planting my tomatoes for the summer. Oh, dang it, that was a good one. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. Ooh, I know what I'll do. For uh, two weeks, I will um, only drink water. Ooh. Except for, except for. Coffee. Coffee. I I was going to say coffee, and I'm going on a date tonight, so I'm probably going to have drinks. But I will do... Those come in glass bottles. I will not drink anything that comes out of a bottle or a cup there for you two go. weeks straight. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a weakness of mine. Yeah. That's why I'm a climate justice organizer, because I really like iced coffee, so I have to have some <laughs> <laughs> carbon off that. But we need to have the rainforest <laughs> available so we can grow some freaking coffee. Um, yeah. So yeah, I will. that's what I'll do. Yeah. I... For two weeks, we'll make that step. Nancy's going to take hers mm-hmm. um, in prepping her garden. Yep. And we ask that you do the same. Pick something that is feasible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to share what you did with us, you can reach out through the contact form on our website, which is greenrabbitspodcast.com. Or you can reach out to us on Instagram and either DM us or tag us on something that you're doing to combat climate change for the next two weeks. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, our Instagram is also Green Rapids Podcast. I was, gonna, I was just going to say that all of our handles are Green Rapids Podcast. So you can find us on most social medias. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have Twitter, but we do have Instagram. We'll be uploading on TikTok. Mm-hmm. We have Facebook. 
Um, and then you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcast, on SoundCloud. Um, and we'll link it to our website as well. So. Okay. See you guys in two weeks. Peace.